It's now time for a very finished edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by, or in this case, drive on by. They don't get in the turret seat. They don't get in. Does anyone realistically realistically like to ride shotgun in a Halo Warthog? I love riding shotgun, actually, because the AI does turrets better than we do. I don't know about that. Well, it's sure, well, better than you, for sure. Wow. Wow. That's harsh. And by me, I am Corey, and I am joined by the magic of the internet with the magic of RTX voice, Basher. Do you, do you hear that? I'm typing right now, but you can't hear a thing. RTX voice, sponsored by, by the way. Can I get, right? like, a, can I get like a 2080? I got a 2060, <laughs> but that 2080 is a little too, it's a little too much. It's like the price of a, like my first car. For a GPU, I'm, I'm I'm good. I don't I don't I don't need that I don't need that many rays. I, I only need like a quarter of the rays, and I need them just to be a few traced. rays. Just a few rays. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Halo Three. But before that, I guess we have to address the elephant in the room. Um, the whole reason we were doing these Halo games, and a, a, another reason why we were doing Halo Two and Three back to back, was Halo Infinite's Infinite. I can't say infinites. Is that 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 just sounds wrong. Infinites is that because it's Halo in infinite, but infinites doesn't sound like a real word. Doesn't sound like a real word. Is that a real word? Is it is it is Halo infinite right? Right, but is infinites like as in possessive? No, you just made that up. Can you do that? I don't. A thing can't be possessive, can it? I have no idea. Yeah, it can. How does the English language? How does the English language work? Exactly? Halo Infinite had a release date move. Um, so originally it was supposed to be a Xbox Series X and presumably Xbox Series S launch title, but Microsoft has delayed that video game. Very surprisingly, I might add. Uh, so we were running out of time, but now not only has it been delayed into 20, 2021, but we don't know when in twenty twenty one. So uh, this episode is going to be end up coming out a lot earlier than expected, um, but it was on the schedule and we had finished this game, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So um, before we get to that, as always, I'm going to beg you, so if you can give us a rating on iTunes, that'd be fantastic, or any podcast service that you're using. If you're listening on Spotify, you know, Spotify doesn't have any ranking, but tell us about, tell us, tell your friends about us on Spotify because we are everywhere. And with that, let's get to Halo 3. Well, let's go over the details. This game was developed by Bungie. You might have heard of him. Known for the Halo series as well as Halo. Uh, I just said Halo twice today. As Destiny. That's the other one. That's what I'm trying to say. Destiny okay, that makes is the way other more game sense. that they are known for. Um, do we like Destiny? That first game could uh, die in a fire. Destiny 2... It, it has enough legs to warrant a purchase. I put it that way. Expansions coming to Game Pass soon. What? This is a first-person shooter priced at $9.99, but is also part of the Halo Master Chief Collection, which is available on PC and Xbox One. At this time, there is no cross-play, but that supposedly is coming along with cross-save before the end of the year. It does have Xbox One X support, runs at 4K and 60 frames per second on that console. It runs at 1080p, uh, 60 frames on the Xbox One, and features HDR on the Xbox One X as well as Xbox One 
S. So if you're out there, if you got that that Xbox One X, that whisper quiet Xbox One X with its six teraflops of GPU power, you're going to get a nice 60 frames per second. You should hear how my PlayStation 3 OG sounds, wait, 4 sounds uh, when it's playing Ghost of Tsushima. I bet that thing sounds like like literally like it's about to take off. No, I think it's going to catch fire any day now. <laughs> it's really scary. Like it's bad. No, it's yeah. So I I had a pro. Um, just sold it actually. Waiting for that PS5. And uh, Last of Us Two, man, that game. Like it, it, honestly, the, what drove me nuts was that it wasn't it wasn't a sustained fan noise. It was constantly ramping up and down. So it's just like 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 an engine like and I'm like no a fan shouldn't be doing that it just should not be doing that so I can't only imagine what the uh, PS4 OG sounds like so but that's Power not what this that is not what this is about we're gonna be talking about Halo three we finished the fight game over guys we did it we did it it's done it's over so I think I'm gonna go first this time and say that um, so. Coming back to Halo 3 was my Halo game. I think I've talked about this a little bit when we've been talking about the other games, but I came to the Xbox late. Um, I didn't really get into the ecosystem. I had an original Xbox at the end of the life cycle. It was one of those things where I went to uh, my local game store and they were, it was before the 360 was coming out and, and they were trying to get rid of them. They literally had them for like 50 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I never had an Xbox. I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. So I did. I picked up the Halo games with it, but I actually never played Xbox Live or played games on console uh, until the Xbox 360. So my exposure was only to the campaigns, really. Uh, we did some system link here and there, but so while I understood the Halo and Halo 2 stuff, it just it didn't it didn't grab me. It was not the games that got me. But Halo 3, on the other hand, I was in. I had been playing online. I had been uh, exposed to the Xbox Live ecosystem and. I bought into the hype. I bought that game uh, release day. I literally bought uh, some friends and I, we bought, I think it was like 15 or 18 or something, 12 packs of game fuel to where it was weighing down the back of my car uh, when we were leaving that Walmart and we played Halo 3. We skipped school and we played Halo 3 to completion and then we continued to play it for months on end. Um, so this was the Halo game for me, and so I was excited to get back to it and to just check it out. So I'm curious what uh, what your feelings are on uh, you know the, the Halo Three hype. I don't remember it all that well, to be honest with you. I just remember uh, Halo always having this kind of hype. Well, past the past CE anyway. Oh, Halo always had this kind of hype to it, and for me again, I think I mentioned this before. Um, Halo Two is really my baby. Where in and as we said in that in that in that show, it really was the multiplayer more than anything. Uh, so that Halo Two multiplayer was was my baby, but Halo Three came out. It was a lot of hype behind it, but I don't remember it too well. I just remember people being super excited for it, me getting my hands on it and going, "Yeah, it's more Halo." <laughs> like, like and that, that that was kind of it. Yeah, I think um, I don't say I, I don't think that's not fair, but I think there was. A, I think looking that's back, not, it, that's it was not a bad thing because Halo wasn't bad at the time. No, I mean, no, yeah. But looking back on it, I think, man, like I'm trying to think, like was that was kind of like the, you know, I, I can't think of the word, but like Halo 3's launch was kind of one of the, like the biggest just entertainment, um, 
releases in a long time. Like, you know, I, I don't remember any other video game up until that point really having that type of exposure around it, you know, of, of the Mountain Dew, you know, like it's a joke now, the Mountain Dew and the Doritos, um, sponsorships, whatever you want to call them, you know, partnerships that they do. That that was sort of like the first time to where video games seemed to reach a different culture at some point. Like it, it was, it was bleeding into other things. Um, but at the same time, I think there was also a lot of people like you, it was, you were excited about it, but it, it, it's, it was a little bizarre seeing a video game get so much attention. And I think that's just part of Xbox's reach, you know, or Microsoft's reach, really. You know, Microsoft had that power to really push uh, the advertising and and they were they basically built the Xbox and the Xbox 360 around that Halo brand. So it was it was just it was it was a different time for gaming. And to think, God, that was over 10 years ago now, which is scary. But but enough about it, about leading up to it. Let's talk about the game itself and how we think it's aged up until this point. I think uh I think campaign wise, this is probably on the better end of Halo campaigns for me. Uh it's it 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 didn't have quite the excuse me, it didn't have quite the hey, where do we go aspect of the previous games you played. Cause I feel like the others were played with that a lot. Whereas this one felt a little bit more okay, we know we need to go this way, so let's head this way. And we do it is not a lot of not too much repeated textures, and it, it it felt a little, it felt a little better handled. And overall, I felt like I, like like what what do you think? Compared to the first two games, um, this game definitely feels like the, um, this feels like the game that they wanted to make, and and it feels like the game that they took their time, they were given enough time, and like you said, because. Going back and playing all these games and going back, especially playing the first and second one of those games just feel rushed. And and maybe it's just, you know, time has made us more wise to how video games are made, etc. But that's stuff that I just I didn't notice until this most recent playthrough. And but Halo 3 from start to finish, while I don't think the game is as long as Halo 1 and 2 in terms of um, uh, what's what? Well, that that's a tricky thing because I think it's it's just a better made game and it flows better, so therefore it doesn't feel as long. Um, you know, I didn't time us or whatever, but the game feels shorter, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing. It, it feels like a complete game from start to finish, and it feels like it's it's left behind a lot of that baggage that those first two games had. Um, like when I th- when I remember Halo, I remember the big open levels. I remember the, sort of the grand. Uh, setting you know everything feels big everything feels like it's part of something bigger very grand large and halo 3 i think is the game that those memories are actually from you know those are this is the game that lives up to that hype and it lives up to that name of halo i think it i think it does it better than the first two games and it's not even close like it's not even a competition when when i when i think about these games and replaying of Halo 3 is not only the best game, it's by far the best game we've played so far. I will agree with that. The, uh, and especially probably what gets flows better. Um, a, lot of, a lot of my issues before was basically that, where it was a lot of us kind of walking around in circles and everything looking the same. But it's like you said, like this one, it's like the start of every other chapter you drop down in a different area, you arrive in a different way. Like it, it felt more grand. It felt more Halo, honestly. Um, so it, it was way more vehicle sections, which is, I think, 
after playing all of this, an underrated portion of Halo, because as much as I love just the core game, the, the core shooter mechanics of Halo, I do remember a lot of just riding around a Warthog and, and just tearing things apart. So there's a lot more of those sections. I do feel like Halo 3 is, so far has been the, the better of the Halos format. Yeah, and I think it goes back to, like you said, like there's there's just a lot more of the stuff that you want in it. There's there's a lot less of those endless hallways, those overlong levels. Like nothing in Halo 3 feels repeated. Nothing feels like it goes on too long. And some levels are longer than others, but that doesn't it doesn't feel that way. Every level feels as, exactly as long as it should be. And there's there's just such variety in the levels like the big open levels even though a lot of them are just kind of big open vistas there's enough of them to where that even though it's a big level there are sections to where it sort of forces you into smaller areas and it forces you to adapt and it forces you to sort of play it uh kind of close quarters and make decisions and like i think about the the you know i i do not know the names of the levels the only one level that i do know is the salvo highway and that's just such a cool level because while halo is is usually just about big open vistas this is a huge level but it's also a very linear level like it's very big but you're always moving forward on it and you're on the highway etc so it, it does a, such a good job of of playing to halo's strengths which are 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 open vistas and that that warthog feeling along with that more traditional corridor first person shooter but it it uses each one in its own unique way whether it's the setting whether it's what you're doing sometimes it's both whether it's sometimes it's enemy variety um, whatever it is it's playing to its strengths so it it's hard to like articulate what it does well because it does everything that you want it to do well like when i say i like halo you're like okay i know what you're talking about like that's that's all you need to really know like <laughs> i know what yeah. that involves and, and i'm actually glad i went through and played these uh again because my memories of halo have been merged into one grand experience so it's kind of hard to tell which ones which one really stood out for me and it turns out there was kind of like different parts along the way that i was making up to be my halo experience uh that said, like Halo 2's multiplayer was definitely is, is still my favorite of the Halos. But when it comes to the campaign, like this is the one I, pr- I appreciate the most so far. Um, and that's coming from someone who doesn't, who still doesn't like the campaign plot wise anyway. Because the plot, because the plot of this one now is, uh, there's a new ring now. And kind of, but yes, <laughs> right, kind of, and then so th- we have to destroy another ring, but we need Cortana's help, so we gotta go get Cortana. Like this plot felt better. Uh, I feel like it flowed better. If it, it felt, it moved better in motion. Like it never really stopped and said, "Okay, now let's do this." It was, it was really like a continuous like. It made more sense of what you were doing, where you're going, why you were doing it. And that's not to say Halo was complicated before. It's just like we need to. The overall point of it is to do this, destroy this ring. How do we do that? We're gonna need some help. So you go through, you get the help, and then you destroy the ring, and it's and it, and it just flows so much better than before to me. Well, and it. I think when we said this, or I said this during the Halo Two talk of just Halo Two's got a lot of story in it. Um, especially along with, but it's, it's mainly story that evolves around the Arbiter, it feels like. And, 
the arbiter is in this game, but they do a um it's just it's not he's not the focus you know he's they already told that story kind of thing and and he's a character that they can keep in and bring in and sort of add a different layer or different perspective whatever you want to call it to it but this game is still a master chief game you know whereas the second game is not like the second game is a game that is has two different protagonists and so the fact that it focuses on that like you said it just halo just isn't a game that needs a deep story it's just not and it's it's not a game that has ever tried to be that, but for whatever reason, and we've talked about this before again, is that, you know, that's one of those things that, that fans think they really want most of the time. That's not the case though, because usually when they get that in the games, it ends up being worse because they're like, well, I wanted to, I want to, we'll get to Halo 5, but I want to hear more about the chief. But the problem is, is he's, he's not exactly a deep character. <laughs> and every he time he shouldn't they, be right. And every time they've sort of gone into his past, the fans get upset with it. And then if they take him out of the focal spotlight, fans get upset with it, upset with it. So I think Halo three is sort of a, a good compromise um, of that, of, of giving you a little bit more story, wrapping everything up from those first three games and also sort of giving the arbiter a, a good, um, I want to say send off. Cause that's not the right word, but a, a good resolution to, to his story arc and not just his, all of his, uh, all the covenant really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it, 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 you put it perfectly. It just, it kind of wrapped things up for me in a way where even though I don't care about it, I can acknowledge that. All right. This is a nice little, you put, you put everything on a nice little bow, but good to go. Like it, it's, this is like for, for, a, for a game that, and, and I make fun of it all the time that finishes the fight. It felt like you finished the fight. Like right. it felt like you trilogy of games where it's like, all right, we're 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 done here. Like, you you know there's gonna be more, obviously, even at the time, but it really did feel like a proper ending to a trilogy, and then we'll see what where 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 Chief comes back next. Right. And it's like the I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a deep cut here. Master Chief to me is is the Goldberg of video games to where he shows up and he, and he's got one thing to do fight like, and when he's done, he goes in the background, he, he goes in his little cryo tube and you wait until you need him again. Like that is the master chief story. And whenever you go, whenever you try to do something different with that character, whenever you try to do something different with that character, it just doesn't work. It never worked for Goldberg and it's never going to work for Master Chief. So the fact that this game sort of did that is smart. And what I will say is that to sort of play off what you just said of it finished everything. And I think we disagree on a few things of Cortana's story. Um, I hate Cortana <laughs> and Master Chief's relationship. I'm sorry. I really do. Like, it's so bad. Like, it only because... They play it up so seriously. And do they, they though? They really do. I, just, like, I don't know if it's serious though. Like to me, it's the it's the unspoken like. That's like, gross. I don't, I, I don't want to call it the Jim and Pam thing. Um, it, it, it essentially <laughs> is but, gross. Right. Like 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 for a moment, let's look at let's let's look at Master Chief and who he is. Master Chief is some child soldier who. Was given his suit. He has no friends. He has no family. His closest connection is, a, is 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 some AI thing. And for some reason, the AI is 
reciprocating that in a way that resembles a love. I just, and why it, is that? And at so times, <laughs> it's it's weird that you have this man child whose only girlfriend is a robot. Like it's just not right. <laughs> it might be because I, I am one of the – I just shouldn't say the few because there's not a few. But I am one of the people that have read Fall of Reach and I have – I guess I know Master Chief on a different level. So I guess I can sort of – I don't want to say relate to him because that's, that's, not, that's not the right word. But I can I can tap more into what I think is going on in his head. And it, it also – it sort of reminds me a lot of the movie Her to where it sounds weird. But at the same time, it's just sort of like – That's a great movie. But and- – but part of what that made that movie great was the was the fact that they leaned into what was going on, like and they and, and they addressed it in a way. Whereas like this is like it's like you said it's this, it's this unspoken thing. It's like so, but see, but it's unspoken. It's but weird. it almost but it doesn't it it doesn't need to be spoken. It doesn't need to like you understand what's going on because and it's not that I, he's a man child. It's more of just see I don't understand what is going on. That's the problem. <laughs> And maybe it's just because my perspective is a little – it's just – you know, the Spartans are, are – are, are, like you said, they're children and they're sort of thrown into this um, – program is not the right word. But I mean they basically like, – they it, it's the James Bond thing. Like they find these orphans and they turn them into secret agents and they, they become these machines. But they're still human at their core. Master Chief is still human at his core. So he's still – you know, um, he's got human emotions and the fact that he's sort of expected to be this super soldier that isn't, you know, he's not supposed to love it. And it's not like Star Wars where it's like, you're not supposed to love, but it's just his goal as a, as a character is to win, to, to finish the fight. That is his character. And the fact that they're able to interweave or, or have woven in this sort of unspoken love story, I think is just a, a nice subtle touch to, to his character that that Bungie understands that 95% of the people that are, are going to play this game are just like, yeah, I'm Master Chief. I'm going to win. Boom. Done. But there's that 5% that are just like, you know what? Like, this is a real person. Like, this is – there is a human under there. And while you don't always get to see it at the forefront, I get it. Like, I, I can oh, you, identify oh, with you, it. Oh, you never get to see it at the forefront. Like, that's the thing. Well, like, well, well, yet, well, if, but... well, right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> right. you're playing it in this order. Right. You never get to see it. So, like – so the so the so the Cortana missions are just kind of like, but see, I, I, I gameplay think wise they're good, but like plot wise, uh, character wise, it's just like I'm I'm just not relating to you people at all right now. But I think that's why it's smart is because even if you're not relating to it, she's still so crucial to the overall plot that without right. her, it can't be done. Kind of thing, which which is what I appreciate. Again, right. that's 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 part of the the storytelling in three that works as opposed to. In the previous games, where it's like we got to go do this, is like, do you really got to do this? <laughs> like, I don't like, like, like I'm, I'm good not doing this. But it's like this, they made they made it very clear why Cortana is important, not only to Chief but to uh, to the plot. Right, and that's I think that's a I, it's not a home run. Like I like I don't want to oversell this as like a masterpiece of storytelling, but to me it's it's some of the best writing in the Halo franchise of of just very subtly weaving in emotion along with a ridiculous video game plot because that's what most video games are, just kind of stupid power trip fantasies kind of thing. So it it's something that I appreciate um and I and like you said, I think it just 
I think it just does it so much better. Like when they tried to do story very serious and, and critically, they I, I don't I just don't think it works. You know, I'm that's one of my biggest problem with Destiny, especially that first Destiny is just it's so like self-serious that I I almost like think it's a parody of itself at times, even though it's not like it's not supposed to be a parody at all. But when the when it just takes itself so freaking seriously, it just loses it for me. Um, worth again, I think three does is the right mix, and I I, I think it's probably it's a, Bungie's best written game, in my opinion. I think I think it's better mixed. Um, it's still I think I think the plot is still a little too serious. Um, and and, and I only say that in respects to the gameplay. Like the gameplay is just too fun. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like like the game like playing Halo is just it's just pure fun factor, just too much fun. Like you need to do and I, and I just feel like it's it's like the uh the Tomb Raider um the, the Tomb Raider reboot issue where it's like the gameplay isn't matching the cutscenes for me. Right. So it's like in Halo I really feel like I'm having so much fun and these warthogs doing these jumps. Like every time I hit a jump, I'm like, we're yelling out skateboard tricks and like, like we, we pop the head off a grunt and confetti pops out. It's like, whoa, this is fun. And then it's like the cutscene kicks in. It's like, chief, we have a problem. It's serious. It's like, oh, geez, like, come on, guys. It's not that serious. Like, just let's have some fun here. Let's have some brevity. Like, it's just not. So it so I'm still having that issue with Halo, but I will agree that so far this is Bungie's best work plot wise, I think. Yeah, and that's I, I let's like pivot to gameplay. Um, you know, we've we've talked about Halo so much at this point, like it, you know, I don't I don't want to keep reiterating what Halo is. Um but no, like I think the gameplay of this game in in terms of just, you know, we talked about vistas and stuff, but the actual like gun feel and and weapon and um vehicle feel and everything like there's something just about like everything in halo 3 feels good like the way everything controls the way that the warthog slides the way that the br reloads like the the clip sizes of guns this game feels like it was play tested to death in a good way and i think that's that's a a, a key critical function of why halo 3 is so good in my opinion is just that it feels polished in a way that the the other two are not um it it feels like it was um everything has a purpose kind of thing like no matter what weapon i pick up there's a, a reason for it and what i think about is like the needler the needler in the second game you know the second game had a big thing of dual wielding it's like any single-handed gun you can dual wield and it's done and the third game they made decisions like the needler is a one-handed weapon but you cannot dual wield with it because that weapon has a specific purpose and it's a power weapon like the needler is 100% a power weapon and the fact that they made that decision deliberately to me is just a testament to that everything in this game has a purpose and it's whether you pick up a sniper rifle whether you pick up an energy weapon you're going to use that weapon in the way it's going to change your play style basically and that's where like it just when Bungie's firing on all cylinders, yeah. the gameplay is just it's so good. Like Yeah. So yeah, good. you're not wrong. Uh I, I think I think part of that that great feeling for me is is a sense of simplicity. Uh I remember in a, in the in the following Halos, they start getting a little more complex, adding more and more abilities and stuff like that. This is this to me is 
it's like it's like a recipe for 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 food dish that's just really simple but it's really good. You don't have to add too much to it. You don't have to take too much time with it. It's just really it just tastes great and it's quick to make. And I feel like that's that's the feeling I really get with Halo Three specifically. It's it just feels very good. It's it's very simple. It is not like I have to think about hitting this button or doing this, doing this combination. It's like nah, it's, it's just all kind of works. It's like you said, like I can pick up any weapon and keep moving. Whereas I remember in Halo Two, like I was really trying to work that, uh, for lack of a better word, the noob combo. Do you still call it that? Uh, yeah, noob, noob combo. Yeah. Yeah, so so some of the guys I really I really work the noob combo when this in Halo Three I'm like give me any weapon I'm going to go in and I'm going to make this work and I feel like it's a testament to the game to the level design as well. Yeah, it, it's I, I can't really think of any scenario to where we we didn't have the tools that we needed to sort of succeed. Um, and again, I think that just goes back to a testament of just that this game feels play tested to death to make sure that no matter no matter what part you are in the game. You're you're gonna have a good time, um, and I can't I can't think of the, again. I'm, I'm struggling with words today. I don't know why the the overall just uh, flow and and uh, flow is not the right word, but just the the moment to moment gameplay of this one feels different than the other two, and and it's it's hard to because it still plays like a first person shooter though. Like I like I don't want it to sound like oh this game is not a first. It's almost like a first person character action game it's not that it's still a shooter oh but. no it, it, it is a pure fps and that's right. all i wanted for halo and that's, and that's what you get and i have to, and, I, and i have to stress that part of the reason uh i feel so positive about this is um it it works a lot better technically than the other games yeah i i do want to like I, we need to emphasize that which is unfortunate because we shouldn't have to emphasize it but yo this game works <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could have just really started and ended with that. Like this one works. Yeah. Like the other ones, online co-op is a mess. Um, to the point where, like you said in the previous episode, we have to play on console only now. Um, that said, we are playing on console. Halo Three online co-op works. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think we had a single great. issue. Um. If we did, I don't remember it. <laughs> like, I mean, and it frame rate solid. Like, Halo 2's biggest problem was is that while the co-op worked for the most part, we had a couple of hiccups. It was that frame rate. Like that frame rate was just atrocious. And again, I don't understand how that happens. But Halo 3, um, I can comment on the PC version because you know Halo 3 is a soft spot for me. I wanted to check out the PC version. Didn't play it co-op, so I can't um, comment on that. But I did look up, you know, what are people saying and nobody seems to have any complaints at all with the Halo 3 port uh, to PC. So this is how it should be. (laughs) This is how all of this should have been. But the fact that we are now three games, four games in technically, and we're finally to a point to where, hey, yo, it works. That's saddening on so many levels, man. Like, I I just can't believe that's the thing. And, And the HDR is really good, actually, in Halo 3. Um, if you have an HDR TV, I'm I'm rocking an OLED. It's they did a good job. Like it, it is not a game that was built with HDR in mind. So it's it's definitely a 
um, I don't. It's not fake. That's not what I want to say. But like, when a game is built with HDR mind versus a, a a tone mapping HDR, it's different. So this is somewhere in the middle. It definitely feels like they put some work into it. Uh, you know, like that plasma pistol glow is. It's got a special little glow to it. Uh, a lot of the uh, covenant weapons are usually not are are fancy colors like the needlers that 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 very distinct purple color. Everything with the HDR definitely pops a little bit more, which is really cool to see on a game that's again over ten years old now. So it's there's not a lot to say because it's good. You know, we don't have to sit here and and try to understand what happened. It just works. <laughs> and my favorite thing uh, is it's the end of the flood. We don't see the flood ever again. And the, the, the dead, right? I mean, Halo Wars Two. Uh, we we did that already, so we're good. Never yeah, mind. Good. yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Won't, um. Did no. they come back? I don't want them to come back. Please no, don't they come don't back. come back. But I'm I hate to... the flood so much. I am f- I am like 98 percent sure they are in ODST, but I think it's only in one mission. But I I could right. totally be making that up. So it's been a while since I've played that game. But all right, call Chris for that mission. I'm taking a day off. <laughs> well, luckily Halo 3's ODST is a shorter experience. So but all right, so I think I think we've talked enough about it. Um I think this I think we're pretty unanimous on this one. Uh, I say unanimous as if there's a a plethora of opinions. <laughs> uh but you should play this game. I think if you're if if you were to come to me and say, what Halo games should I play and which one should I skip? Halo 3 is a 100% got to play it. Got to play Halo 3. Yeah, it's it's good business. It's uh it, it it's out. so far it is peak Halo. So, before we get too far, I'm I'm going to ask us a question. And it's a question that I am um I I I don't want to say I'm shocked, but I'm a little I maybe maybe I'm seeing the light were we too harsh on Halo Reach? I don't want to play Halo Reach again. <laughs> um, but see, I think after playing Halo 1 and 2, granted, technical issues are a big part of it, which Halo Reach did not really have any. Um, I think that's a better game than 1 and 2. Oh, um, I will agree with that. I think it is a better game. Uh, uh I, I just mean, like, when, when how I, when, hard how hard were we on it? We passed on it, which I, you I know, mean, looking back, it's after playing those first two games, and again, like Halo Three doesn't have that problem of. Know what I'm standing by. It. I remember now. Halo Reach had a lot of the "Are we done yet?" feelings for me. I I think I think the missions were too long. I will agree with that. It felt like they were sort of stretching a. They were stretching the game too thin in terms of longevity's sake oh, in an lots. era, yeah, in an era where if your game was six hours long, it was trash kind of thing. Um, but I don't remember there being a lot of repeating, a lot of uh, feelings of I've done this before. I will agree with that, but I feel like I mean, I, if we passed on it, I, I'm going to stand by passing on it, honestly. Okay. Um, I was I was just curious, like as because Halo Reach is that one where it, it's either the I, I shouldn't say it's the only one that either you love it or hate it because that's definitely not the case. Um, but that one seems to be one of the more divisive ones of just like some people are like this is by far the best one. There's a lot of people that are like it's fine. <laughs> like I don't I don't get the 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 crazy you know fan fever over it, and that that's kind of where I am. But looking back, I 
I think I respect that game more, but I still think the issues on it are are still I think I like it more than one and two, which is extremely surprising looking back, but I still think it's it doesn't it's not even close to Halo Three. Like I will I will agree with that. It's better than one and two, but I I feel like I passed on that for you for a reason. And if I had to go play it again, I would I probably wouldn't make it through because I remember enough of those times me just going all right, we're still doing this one more time. All right, because yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely some even, of that. Because because even even during one of the gameplay sequences, uh, uh, one of the characters mentioned like, "All right, guys, just one more left," and I'm like, "Oh, so you know this is going long? <laughs> You're in on this?" <laughs> all right, I was just curious about what your thoughts were on that. So, but, all right, that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, Microsoft, yo. It's cool that you're dropping day one games on Game Pass, but do they all got to be in the same day? <laughs> so um, there are four games that are going to be debuting on Game Pass within f- – I'm sorry, five games that are going to be debuting on Game Pass relatively soon. So today marks the release of Flight Simulator. Uh, Thursday marks the release of – what's the game? Uh, Battletoads. The – let me look it up here. Wasteland. Look it up. Wasteland 3. Uh, August 28th marks the release of Wasteland 3. September 1st is Crusader Kings 3. And then they surprise announced a indie game um, called, I had actually never heard of it, called Spirit Farer. Was also a day one release today. So, um, this says August 30th for Battletoads. I don't believe that's true. This is great podcasting right now. Yeah, no, it's definitely August, definitely August 20th. So that website was throwing it. Good job, VG247. Um, So we've got a lot of games to play. Uh, So at this point, it's either going to be Flight Simulator or Battletoads next week. Flight Simulator obviously is a much, much different game than basically anything. I mean, it's it's Flight Sim. So that's not true. It's the same game as uh, Mud Truckers. I think you mean Mud Runners. Um, Same fact. So next week will be Battletoads, but in terms of what comes out after that, uh, it's kind of up in the air. But it'll either be Flight Simulator or that name, uh, Spirit Farer. But then you've got Wasteland and uh, Crusader Kings 3 right after that. So that's going to be on the docket. So I think at this point it's fair to say we are never going to actually do that Dishonored 2 episode, are we? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Uh... Uh, sneak peek i'm not disappointed <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, i bought that game uh, um the year it came out not for full price i got it for like 30 bucks and still haven't played <laughs> so i mean um off air we could talk about a bonus episode maybe to, yeah uh, so we've talked about yeah we've talked about maybe doing some bonus episodes for games that will never leave game pass that are maybe older like a forza horizon 4 killer instinct and stuff like that um but i mean also time like with microsoft dropping a lot of these day one games and a lot of them are not short wasteland is going to be a long game battletoads will probably be short flight simulator obviously doesn't really have a progression or an end to it but i think there's quite a bit to that game uh and crusader kings that's another one that's going to be a long game um so we'll see we'll see what happens and we'll go from there but sorry so next week we'll probably be battletoads uh and we will see you with on that day one games and again you can rate 
please rate on all your favorite podcast services. You can email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. If you want to write in, tell us about some games that you've played on Game Pass. You want some suggestions. If you want an episode done on a certain game, whether you liked it, hate it, whatever, gpopfans at gmail.com. And I think that is going to do it. Unless you have, do you have any hot takes on anything? Oh, man, so many hot takes. Not enough time in this podcast to talk about them. Well, all right, there you go. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next week. Next week with Battletoads. Good day, sirs.